0: one welcome back to the ocean lovers podcast i'm so excited to be back i have orca um with me <laughs> erica worth for those that are new here she's from breaching extinction her own podcast and we're excited to record this week it's been a long time and i'm excited hopefully i can get more episodes up but hello thank you for joining me
1: yeah uh, thanks for having me always fun to be here yes. Um, it has been a minute. I feel like we haven't gotten to like FaceTime or hang out as often because you're like, pregnant and stuff, but
0: that's fine. <laughs> we'll, well, Patty, we got to do it. For Patty. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. I know. I know the last couple weekends I've been telling Christian, oh, I just want to go down there. But then I'm like, the last thing we need is for me to go into labor I feel like <laughs> two hours likes- away. I know. I she know. Right. Time. Yeah. Like I'm meant to be in the ocean. Like, Just like come out. <laughs>
1: Literally. No, I don't
0: like that. I feel like that's yeah. But whale fest. I am planning on coming down. that again? Whale fest. Um, I think it's March 19th and the 20th, but I think we're coming down that that Saturday, which is the 19th. I yep.
1: should probably be around my like my schedule is always up in the air constantly. Okay. So I yeah. who knows. So I should be around. Um okay
0: cool she already has her little outfit picked out and everything so, I'm so excited <laughs> so I love it yes oh okay so this episode actually before we get started um we have a new patron on our for the ocean lovers podcast and I'm so excited and um let me see she reached out to us Lauren um, she reached out a little while ago, became a patron. I'm so excited. And we've talked to her uh, a couple of times and she's just the sweetest person. So thank you so much, Lauren, for joining and supporting the podcast on our Patreon page. Hopefully you're watching this video, um, cause this will be on there for, um, I forget what tier it is. I'll have to look. Um, but I will be trying to post more on there too. I've been slacking, but I'm going on maternity leave. This is my last week of work and then i'll be home more so hopefully i can be more motivated to like post more stuff and more episodes and try to cram that in there but For yay sure. thank you so much um and yeah so this episode is just going to be a quick little update um just what's going on and uh, we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about today erica
1: i'm super stoked because we're going to talk about mangroves yes and I haven't talked about mangroves or like read anything about mangroves in like a couple of years. And when I was like prepping for this episode, I was reading stuff and getting super hyped because mangroves are awesome.
0: They are. There's, there's a lot of good things about them. They're very important to our ecosystem. So for yeah. those that are like, Oh, what does it have to do with the ocean? Well, it has a lot to do with the ocean. So we're going to get into sure. that. Um, but I guess we can talk about some updates. So there's not too many updates with me. I'm just about to pop in a week. <laughs> Literally next Wednesday you, is my due date. What if you
1: like went in the labor like on this episode? Like, could we still post it? Like, could not? Oh,
0: that- heck yes, I would. I'd be like, all right, hold on, I got another contraction. <laughs> like no, on the, way to the hospital. No, she, but like yeah, perfect. I don't know. She, I know, right? Go live on the Ocean Lovers podcast. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs> we're gonna I, go live on our Patreon page. <laughs> and that's how you get those views, man. Yes. Cool. <laughs> I, oh my content creator, hashtag influencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Yeah. No, I don't think she, I have a feeling I'm gonna go past my due date because I have no signs of labor whatsoever, no Braxton Hicks, nothing. And I'm tomorrow I'll be 39 weeks. Okay. Which by the time everybody hears this episode, because I'll be 39 weeks Wednesday and we release episodes Fridays. So
1: okay. I'll already
0: be 39 by the time everybody's listening to this. When is her exact due date? The 23rd. Okay. I
1: kind of hope if you could just time it to where <laughs> like for four days, just hold her in there and then we can have the same birthday. So- <laughs> So what
0: what's your exact birthday? My exact on birthday is your 27th. Yes, 27th. Okay, yeah. that works because my sister's is the 25th, and she like right. forbids her to be born on her birthday. Oh no!
1: I was. <laughs> I, loved, I think it'd be so cool. Yeah, and it's also International Polar Bear Day, so that's also another. Oh, is reason, it? Yeah, keep her in there.
0: oh that's so cute.
1: Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So
0: we'll see. I have a feeling she's super stubborn, but then again, like I'm pretty like on point with all of my, I don't know, things that you would be on point with like average wise, like her weight and everything. So it's like, she, maybe she will be born on her due date. I don't know. Christian wants her to be born on a two, two, two,
1: 22, 22. I would, I would also, if she wasn't <laughs> born on my birthday, that's a much cooler birthday. So right? Just,
0: <laughs> just a yeah. day before her due date, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Every night I'm doing like stretches, but I'm trying not to overdo it too, because there was one day where I think I overdid it it was the day before my baby shower and no joke. Like I couldn't walk. Like it was really weird. Like she, I guess she had dropped, but I didn't realize that she dropped till that night. Mm -hmm. And I was freaking out because I was still at work and I couldn't even get out of the car. Like I was having like pelvic pain and Christian had to like help me out of the car into work. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm gonna have to sit the whole day. In my yeah. baby showers tomorrow. Like, how am I gonna do this? I yeah. thought I was gonna have to cancel. And then literally I haven't had it since.
1: Amazing. So I think
0: it was I think it was just like the pressure of her dropping just all of a sudden in my body, like
1: your body was like, What is this? Yeah,
0: it wasn't like it happened gradually, it just happened just in a yeah. So that was pretty scary. So I'm like, ever since then, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna yeah. do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, Fair yeah we'll see
0: now i'm like drinking the raspberry leaf tea mm-hmm. doing more stuff to kind of maybe make it happen but we'll see nice just letting it happen naturally That's for the most nice. part and also- so what's going on with you you have uh, a lot of exciting things that you just did all so peaches is rolling around in the orchestra <laughs> I just need just- um she needs her own you guys need matching
1: she does now she's oh gosh she's just. Oh. She put her bone, like, she tucked it into, like, the arm of the suit. Now oh, she...
0: now she can't get it. But so oh why don't you do that?
1: <laughs> Let me fix her real quick. Because <laughs> she... yeah.
0: I, I she's know. like mom because I know you're recording and I need to do everything I can to get your but attention I, I was like trying to take her
1: outside like before this so I was like let's go outside like let's do this and she just like laid on my bed and looked at me and she was like
0: no I don't have the energy for you right now yeah. and then
1: now <laughs> because I'm sitting down and not paying attention to her and it's literally it's funny because I can sit on my computer and work like a lot and uh-huh. It's like when, when we're on a meeting, anytime i yep. on a meeting, she's like, all right, it's Always. time to get into things, it's time to cry, like it's time she's to. She's
0: literally a child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, when um, I come down, you're, you have to, um, I'll try to bring that wrap
1: Oh my god, yeah! And
0: then you could have. So Erica and I have the same baby wrap, but she has it for peaches, and I really want to get a picture of us together. I think it's,
1: it's fire, yeah, no, for sure. We will I'll make sure to pack it.
0: yes, you need to pack it. Um, oh man, yes, no, I'm
1: super down for that. I've yeah. been like trying to get her out on the boat because I. My coworkers haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I need Jackson to see it like fully <laughs> operational and then Chase as <laughs> well. So I was like. Um, I need to go out one of these days. I was gonna go out this Sunday and then I had meetings. I'm gonna go, but yeah, I've got to be like, Look at this. You guys thought that I was on like a cringy dog mom level, but I just unlocked a whole new wall for you right here.
0: I think you need to invent like a baby carrier, but for dogs, so it has like the little holes, it has like Um, the tail hole. I'm telling you, I've been like super into Shark Tank lately, so now I'm like, everything in my head is like. (gasps) It's a business this <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> yeah no that's exactly <sighs> what yep Um. yeah but no we've just been like chilling kind of so been
0: traveling a lot it seems I've like
1: traveling a lot what was mm-hmm. i doing i was in colorado for a bit i went to florida for a bit um i was down in dana point with erica well she lived in newport but i i was taking my captain's class in dana point which Exciting. I finished I submitted. Work yeah <laughs> so um just waiting on that now um to come in the mail and yeah and then where did I just go I just went to Washington it was my first time back in two years Aww. um and I got to see lots of my friends and I got to see the islands like I love the islands and it's like, I love Monterey. So Monterrey my- dude it's like like my whole freaking heart man like I don't know it's just such a special place up there and like I have a lot of like really genuine connections there and I do have genuine connections here but like not a ton of people that are like geographically close you know yeah. like you for example um mm-hmm. and Erica but so I was like well oh, should I move back to this island but no
0: Aww. I know I love the pictures you're posting because you get the mix of like the ocean but then like the woodsy vibes and that's like the best I oh. that's like the best mixture ever it really I is. would love to live in that
1: so it was good. I'm hoping to go up there again soon. Um, kind of cool. We'll just see how life turns out, but yeah, no. So I've just been, I have like a lot of things I've been working at working on at home. Um, because I haven't really been on the water the last two months, and then I was figuring my captain's license, and we're starting to get the season rev backed up again. So, like February, I feel like we're kind of mm-hmm. like half of the time running um and then march usually it like picks up and is like yeah i was gonna
0: say the season should start picking up pretty soon
1: yeah so um looking forward to that that should be fun um saw some humpbacks Mm. um which we love the humpbacks saw some grays pet dolphins in the area Mm. um i've been kind of out of the loop like whenever i'm like working on stuff at home i kind of like don't i'm not paying attention to what's happening but i just i'm like okay (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah so I have no idea what else has been seen in like the last month or so
0: I know I haven't really seen much but I mean wise. it's now the flow
1: season and like the gray whales have been around but like the gray whales like I don't know you see less pictures they're not as like if they breach or something that's cool but that's like not as common but yeah, yeah photos aren't I don't know it's not a humpback
0: yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah but we're getting back on the water and I've been like I've had to take a step back from breaching extinction also. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm just gonna be on like a permanent bi weekly schedule because like I want to um I need to my I want to continue it and I love doing it like genuinely, yeah. it brings me joy. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of other things that I'm working on right now, and so it's just hard to balance all of them. Yeah. So we're doing like a little bi weekly thing. Um and I think this Friday. Yeah, when this is out, you guys yeah. can also go over and listen to an episode it that I is. have with Kendra Nelson and Fred. Show, and we talk about the Vancouver Museum. Oh, um, cool.
0: Yeah. So they I have like a exhibit there. we Aww. chat about it. So it's cool.
1: Fun.
0: Yeah. I kind of feel the same way with the Ocean Lovers podcast. is I've been like so eager to get more episodes out, but it's just a matter of like trying to get it done and getting guests on here. And I might do the same thing too, where, um, I might not be posting every week cause I don't want to put too much pressure on it. Right. Um, cause I don't want to sit here and say right now, especially with me being due in a week right. that I'm going to upload every week, but I want to at least try to get back to being more consistent again. Sure. So yeah. it'll take a little bit for everyone listening. It'll take a little bit and I'll try my best to post more on, um, our social media and our Patreon Patreon page. Um, so just bear with me and we'll, we'll get it done we'll get yeah. it up. I have a whole list of ideas. It's just a matter of, uh, sorting exactly. it all out. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it yeah. can be
1: time consuming. It can, um, yeah. especially when you're like wanting to put something out that's quality and like doing the time to research. Exactly. It. Yep. So yeah. yeah.
0: All right.
1: Awesome.
0: Yes. Okay. So Erica knows way more than I do about mangroves. So we're going to be talking about that And yeah, hopefully you guys can learn some things. I'm sure I'm going to learn some things from you because I don't know much about them. Um, But from what I read, they are a lot more important than I thought they were for our ecosystem, for the ocean. And um, I mean, I don't want to just like go right into it, but something interesting that I read is I didn't know that as, uh, as much ocean animals live or they're born in a lot of these mangroves before they even make it out to the ocean. I was like, it was like a, a big percentage too. Yeah. I was really surprised actually. Like, yeah. Yeah. So Um, So that's interesting. So that just kind of shows right there how important they actually are. It's not like all of these animals are just born in the ocean and then they stay there. There's a lot of them that are born in these mangroves and then they travel, you know, through um, wherever they are and then they make it out to the ocean in their adult lives. So yeah, we'll just get into it, but I just thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely super interesting. I feel like to start because I'm sure a lot of your listeners are probably from California or the West Coast. What the heck is a mangrove? Mm-hmm. So we don't have them here, so you you know you probably wouldn't have seen one unless you've been to um, Florida or along the Gulf Coast of Texas. That's where you can find them in the United States. So basically mangroves are trees that love salt water. Um, and they they're kind of like a shrub and the way that they're like they look really funny. so they have what are mm-hmm. called crop roots. So their roots, like come up out of the water and then it forms a tree. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the U S we do have three types and the common names are, um, the red, black, and white mangroves. Um, there are way more than three species of mangroves. They originally, um, are from the Indo-Pacific area and there are so many species over there, like so many different varieties of mangroves. Um, but you know, there's a lot of different theories as to how the mangroves dispersed everywhere, but we, you know, we think they're originally from that area and we do have three species here. So um mangroves are super important for a variety of reasons. So um one of the most important reasons that you know, we talked about in Florida when I was living there was that they are really good for erosion protection. So it's great for, if you have hurricanes or tsunamis coming in, um, it can block some of that, like from coming through, um, and it can help to hold the ground in place a little bit more. Like you said, too, there's a lot of animals that like to hang out in there. So it's a nice protected area. It's like really hard to climb through. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to climb through mangrove forests, Um, but it's, It could be a little bit challenging it could also be a lot of fun um (laughs) very muddy and very wet I was gonna say Uh, very muddy very muddy I can send you some pictures of me climbing around in mangrove forests if you want um but yeah so very muddy um but yeah they're super helpful so they help with erosion that's like one really big thing Mm -hmm. um they also are really good for fighting climate change so they're really really good at um like absorbing carbon that's something very important for them um and also like you said they're important for having well, like nurseries for plants and animals yeah. so it's a really good place for people to not people animals um <laughs> hang out I mean, um, hey no judgment here yeah. no, i just so kidding people, yeah i mean i know people that hang out mangroves. <laughs> i have hung out in the mangroves it's great um but yeah so um it's a really good place for these little animals to hide um and they're very important there's a lot of a lot of issues like with them being kind of taken out of the Mm -hmm. environment um and that's one of the biggest things threatening them but they're like crucial in a lot of areas for erosion protection nurseries as well as erosion did i say erosion protection climate change my brain is sometimes mashed potatoes Mm -hmm. um
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, because, um, like the mud and stuff, that's really good for like, it almost like filters out a lot. Like you were saying the high oxygen levels and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. it helps
0: filter before everything kind of, instead of like a lot of things going out into the ocean, these mangroves actually filter out a lot of that and prevent a lot yeah. of those like harmful, I don't want to say chemicals, but, um, harmful, I don't know, uh, things going out into the ocean. So yes. that's another reason why they're, they're pretty important.
1: Yeah, um, and also there's probably estimated to be about fifty to seventy species of mangroves total. Um, and I was reading on a website that they're um, are on the let's see what website well, I'll find it so that we can link it the mangroveactionproject.org. Um, but there I didn't know this are actually um, like they serve as a habitat for several endangered species of like turtle, oh, okay. monkey, and things like that. So it's like the monkeys oh. like, like trees. Yeah. Um, And they're like, you know, there's a lot of issues with deforestation. A lot of people don't know um, how important these are. Um, And, you know, they take them out because maybe it like blocks the view or whatever the reason Mm. is. Um, But yeah, there's definitely some issues with um, them being taken out of the environment. And we, I even saw that in my college, which was so frustrating um, because Eckerd like, is known for marine science. They're known for their environmental studies programs. Like that is like what puts Eckerd on the map. So we have all these incredible marine scientists. We have a mangrove researcher, um, and there were mangroves in this pond. And like the school literally pulled them out, knowing what? how important they are. Yeah, I. Know, it was it was really really frustrating. Yeah, um, they pulled was- them out. It was literally for aesthetics, and we're like, what the like, what are you doing? Ugh, it was so annoying oh. so they took them out rude um yeah, that's, and but it was like a big it was like a big issue of like faculty versus staff of like trying to fight this and then them eventually just like doing it and
0: like it was stupid that's frustrating
1: I'm like how are you going to be like one of like the top colleges for marine science environmental studies and then simultaneously pull your mangroves out because yeah. it's how you, how, do you
0: it. how are you supposed to advocate for it and educate if, for it and then do that that doesn't make sense. It's annoying,
1: but yeah. So basically there's a, there's a couple reasons why they, it would be taken out of other places. So, um, you know, looks, you know, if, it, if they don't like how it looks, sometimes they pull it out to do shrimp aquaculture. Mm. Um, sometimes it's for oil extraction or they're looking to expand urban areas. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, definitely not ideal to be taking these out, but, um, there are definitely a lot of projects that are working on mangrove restoration and mangroves take a pretty long time to grow. So it's not like we can just like toss it in there and be like, all right, let's go tree.
0: Let's start a new one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and like, there's a lot of things that, you know, contribute to what would make a mangrove survive or not survive. So yeah. Yeah, so basically know. I definitely recommend checking out mangroveactionproject.org because yeah. if you want to uh, get involved with this and learn more about mangroves, I totally think you should because they're super awesome. They're super cool. Um and yeah,
0: we'll yeah. now I want to go
1: kayaking in the mangroves. I want to go. I know I was on.
0: gonna ask you, did, haven't you been with the manatees and stuff? Didn't you do that or no? Um or I have
1: so when I was in Florida, I did see manatees. There was like a manatee that um fish and wildlife released on our dock. Um, and I've seen them like in the wild. Um, but we had mangroves on campus. And then I like part of my undergrad research, I did a mangrove research project, partially in Florida, partially in Indonesia. Um, and we got to climb around in the mangrove forest oh, for like cool. hours on end and collect data. Yeah. And- not only was it like physically a challenge, but like we were also working with Indonesian Indonesian researchers and my Indonesian was pretty bad. Mm. Um, and most of the other people were new to learning Indonesian and then the Indonesian people don't really speak English. So it was like a lot of hand signals. <laughs> and yeah.
0: To what you. was, what, um, oh gosh, excuse my pregnancy brain. I That's feel so like this, this happens to me all the time now. I can't even finish a sentence. Um. Mm-hmm. What was the difference like in your studies with Florida and Indonesia? Like what different like animals did you find in, you know, in both? Like what was the So, so
1: we were mostly looking at the different types of, so we were looking at areas, like we would have plot lines. So we would okay. go to a GPS point, we would lay a plot line. And like the way that it was, it was like, you had to take a measuring tape and lay it out. And then you had a compass and you had to lay it out and basically create a plot the best that you can. We used
0: ropes. To like oh, okay. mark where we were. Like in the and, water
1: yes okay and then we would climb through and their mangrove forests are so dense and they like they make florida mangrove forests look so wimpy because it's like really it's dense it's dense yeah so um you have to like climb through um and we had to measure it so we would have to like you would have to measure what a meter was from your like up your body because that's like how you were going to measure because sometimes you were way deep in the water sometimes you were ankle deep and then the tide was coming in and then you would like have to stand as close as you can to the ground um and then figure out where that was with the tree measure the circumference of the tree um and then get gps points so basically what we were looking at was um which species like the end goal is to figure out which species has the best survivability and look okay. at the, maybe the different conditions that would impact why. So um, we weren't really focused on animals. I was okay. primarily focused on avoiding the sea snakes um, and I did see a few, um, but luckily it was like not when we were in the water because I think if oh, we were okay. in the water, I would have had a complete panic. <laughs> and um, I'm sure
0: it would have been, been like hard to move anyway.
1: Yeah. Don't um, out. Yeah, I was like, but one thing that we did find was ants um wow. and they, they did attack us they were extremely aggressive they were very large and it was like i was trying to pull them off of me and they're biting so hard that it, like, what? Really, yeah in the water um, in the water in the trees yeah
0: oh, okay so um, were they just like falling off the trees or- um well they i feel
1: like they thought us measuring the tree was like a personal attack oh, on okay, them okay. I see. understandable um
0: don't they say those those snakes like fall out of those trees or is that in florida
1: Oh, I, I hope not. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I I'm-
0: saw something or I heard something about, uh, I want to say it was in Florida. The, no, it can't be now. Now I'm thinking about it, but these mangroves where these snakes were like in the trees and they just like will randomly fall on like your kayaks and stuff.
1: It's possible. Um, <laughs> that's
0: possible. you sounds like, like, thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> it's more of
1: just like, it's not that I'm scared of snakes because snakes are scary. I just, literally like any animal like i would be scared of a humpback if it got too close i think cuz like yeah. any animal that's freaked out and you're in their element you're always at a disadvantage yeah. um and so yeah but um we saw some snakes in the water we definitely saw like there were a lot of fish around because okay oh my gosh there was like so some of the time we would like we would walk or hike or boat to our area and if the tide was like it was nice when the tide was high because then you could maneuver very easily you didn't have to like climb over all mm. the trees you could kind of swim through it and then like put yeah. you know, yourself down or whatever um but we saw like a lot more fish that way and then there was one day we got picked up after doing that um and then the next day we went out to that same area and it was just like a snorkel day because like we had like days too um and the coral and the fish i'm pretty sure i saw a cuttlefish it moved very fast Aww. um I mean, not have seen one, but sea stars, like, oh my God, it's so gorgeous there. So I w- was very sick. Um, I like, I had all these sinus issues. I literally <laughs> had a, sinus issues, a whole ordeal, but I got sick one of the days of the trip, yeah. um, one of the days that we had off and like some people saw dugong, which is a kind of like a manatee, but like with a dolphin oh. tail. Um, oh,
0: oh, I, I, I think I, I. I think I know what you're talking about
1: yeah so Oh. that was cool was the
0: water pretty clear
1: um it was I can send you some photos it okay. was pretty clear it was gorgeous it was warm uh-huh. no need for a wetsuit like all ugh, so nice yeah um like tropical area so yeah but when he's just like where mangroves are thought to have originated from so it was like a whole other level like the mangroves in florida are really cool but it's like a whole nother thing to see like the mangroves that have been there for millions of years that are like i was like, gonna
0: say how old like are those trees and stuff
1: you know i don't know how old the individual trees are but like the species is like millions of years old oh um gosh. So that was pretty cool, yeah. um, and obviously there's like monkeys and stuff that hang out in there. We didn't see any. There were a couple. No. Um, like we did like a like a tour of some um, forest, and like a monkey like tried to take my camera. Um, <laughs> he would. Monkeys are just like constantly like uh, like okay. So my first ever like picture of an animal. Like I had just got my camera, my little Canon Rebel. Um, it's fucking chaos. Um <laughs> this like this monkey with like its mouth open and it's like I didn't have the I... shut it up fast enough. I'll have to send it to you. It's so funny. Oh my
0: gosh. I heard monkeys are can they they could be pretty annoying. Um <laughs> yeah, i, I <laughs> and aggressive. Yeah. yeah.
1: Primates terrify me. Um yeah, no. Um <laughs> when I was in Tanzania, we were not lacking the primates and I did a baboon study and it was like day one Ooh. of the baboon study. And one of the alpha males like charges after this yeah. baby we see we heard infanticide. Luckily, it was out of the study area in the national park that we couldn't cross over into from where we were. So like oh, fortunately, man. I got spared from seeing that. Um, <gasps> but yeah, they're disgusting animals. Like yeah. what's going on? That's pretty
0: gnarly. Yeah. Like,
1: the first, like, so the program I did in Tanzania, we had, we did like a couple of like little studies just to like show you how to do studies. And it kind of contributes to like ongoing research. But, like yeah. day one, it was like baboon syphilis study. Let's go. And it's like, oh the- <laughs> <laughs> and you had to like look at their butts and like tell if they had syphilis. Yeah.
0: Sounds and like I was, like, amazing first and day.
1: <laughs> watch them, like They walk by, like I- there was like, there was one I like watched. It was like, they're walking like this, like past each other. They stop. They bang and they just keep walking. And I'm like, this is why you guys all have syphilis.
0: <laughs> wow. So we went from talking about mangroves oh. to syphilis.
1: Wow. I just
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know how we got here. I don't know.
0: That's interesting.
1: Um that's the moral of the story. That was Boy, the they're part
0: of-, of it, I guess. I mean they're part of the mangrove ecosystem, I guess.
1: The, the, bab- the baboons weren't but I uh, you well, know the baboons yeah the, just, the monkeys like, that you guys bathroom. saw so, yeah. yeah yeah no they're part of it and yeah. parts but yeah so you yeah you got to look at the ecosystem as a whole we're not doing this thing where we just like focus on the cool <laughs> megafauna we got to focus on the growth megafauna and the
0: plants <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh man so what else did you see like in the waters did you see any endangered species at all or no
1: I am not familiar enough with what would be endangered over there and I don't know how they classify what endangered is um I'm sure that I did see endangered species I saw a shit ton of turtles so many turtles um we did see some dolphins I can't remember what type of dolphin they were Mm. um but we saw a lot of fish. And I remember the clownfish when we were snorkeling, the clownfish were very aggressive. Um oh. like if you got like too close, they would like come at you. Like they were like trying really? to fight. Really? Like, chill out, dude. Like I'm not trying to fight. I'm just trying to get my bearings here. Yeah. Huh.
0: So the clownfish, if they're in the mangroves, I know that they hate hang- well,
1: they weren't really in the mangroves. They're like outside okay. of the mangroves, but they weren't far.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, they oh. weren't far. Okay, I was gonna say, like what type of coral were they hanging around with? Because I know they like like a specific type of coral that they um I forget what it's called. So was it like the same, or do they like adapt to a different kind when they're?
1: That I don't know enough about clownfish to know if there's like a specific type of coral that they like, and i'm I'm sure like the one thing that whales have taught me that we've learned is it's like not all whales are the same, so I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if like different groups of clownfish do different things um but the like the coral and the anemones you would definitely Mm -hmm. you could find them near the mangroves but not like in there because coral and anemones they like sunlight coral that loves sunlight um so it needs that to survive um so you probably wouldn't see it there, but you definitely could see it in certain spots, but like it was close, like definitely close to, I would say like you could swim out to it. Like it wasn't okay. like, well, once you get to the edge of where the mangroves are and like the these, these mangrove forests were like miles dense, yeah. like seriously dense, but like once you get like out into the open water, mm-hmm. like you could pretty easily find like coral or anemones, like, um, and that sort of stuff is a lot closer to the surface again for the sunlight purposes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of cool there's stuff. Like,
0: it. I, like, know. I feel like we could go like more in depth, like later on. Indonesia is like a so whole many.
1: biodiversity hotspot. Yeah. You totally, like you could make an entire podcast, like, yeah, like a whole new podcast just like on Indonesian biodiversity. Yeah. Like, literally. yeah, but yeah. So mangroves are cool and monkeys are gross. Yeah. And <laughs>
0: Bam. So if you learned anything from this episode, there you go. Oh man.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm looking at this picture and it says that there's five different um, types of mangrove forest. So it's showing like the land of it. Like uh, one of them is dwarf. Uh huh. One of them is called overwash, which I'll try to post this picture on our Patreon page. So everybody can see what I'm talking about. Um, river Rhine. I think that's what it's called. Is this basic it, like how they're structured, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like how the, the trees are um, basin and fringe. So which one would you say would be in Florida and Indonesia? Because it and seems mainland. like, it seems like. I would need, I need to know. see a picture because I don't know those off the top of my
1: head. It's like okay. I did the last like stuff I did with man bros was in like. 2016 oh, okay um, it's been a minute
0: let me but see. yeah i'll send you the little
1: yeah send me the thing i can understand. take a look yeah. at it okay.
0: i just scrolled down a little bit to the images right before mangroves and ecosystems yeah i was just curious i'm like that's i didn't know that there were so many different kinds
1: okay we're scrolling right. down distant relatives where are they found oh this is a great map for yeah. if you try to look at where you can find a mangrove um you got to post this i'll send you the the link that i was using too okay cool i can see the salt on the links um okay i'm looking for i'm not
0: oh i guess it, it <laughs> there's definitions right there um so i guess it says the fringe mangrove forests along open bays and lagoons that experience full sun are considered to be mangrove mangrove fringe fringe i think i'm saying that right Um, these forests are dependent upon the regular tides that flush leaves, twigs, and mangrove. I don't know what that is pro pro something out into the open ocean. And then there's overwash. So fringe, there's like a kind of a hill looking thing for those that can't see it. So there's like a little bit of flat land, um, that I'm assuming all of this would be somewhat underwater. And then there's kind of like a little hill with it too. Um, again, we'll post the picture there's overwash overwash forest is similar to the fringe but it kind of looks like it goes um i don't know instead of like a hill kind of go more inward down um it says that wow, except, just, sorry like, guys i need attention <laughs> um this one says it's similar to the fringe forest except the entire forest is an island that becomes flooded at high tide oh, okay Isolated from the mainland um and is and terrestrial predators and it is popular place for birds to nest. Okay, interesting. There's the do you see the the definitions?
1: I'm not seeing what you're seeing at. I don't know if you found this. Is it on the first page?
0: Um, I don't know. The it should be. So maybe I had to also okay.
1: Hold hold the phone for a minute. This is this is important. Bengal tigers roam mangrove forests.
0: Oh, that kind of surprised surprise me. What? I yeah, didn't know. That's, that. Huh.
1: And bats. So crucial to lots
0: oh, of cats. that's huh. nuts. Yeah, so it's right underneath. There's growth and reproduction. Okay. Um, it shows <sighs> Um, a little picture of like these I might have scrolled too far down maybe and then diversity okay. oh. of mangrove forest and there's there's like five images oh there. I see what you're talking about I yeah. scroll right past
1: that yes oh. <laughs> I, I was like oh what is this little cartoon I'm gonna <laughs> um, um yeah. I, I think it's just like like this basically just like shows how they like you could find they
0: develop any of these
1: and- in Florida yeah you could find any of these um but yeah I think it just mostly shows like how they grow
0: yeah um, that's, that's interesting because they're they're pretty different too like one like the River Rhine is river flood, flood plains um, they're highly influenced by the changing seasons um, so they have fresh water during summer droughts the soil can be exceptionally salty which that was one thing that we didn't really mention is how well I mean I guess we kind of did is how these trees and the animals and, um, the soil, the mud, like all of these things adapt to the type of water. Cause this is, most of them are like, again, this is stuff that's like coming. It's like filtering stuff before it's going out into the ocean. So a lot of yeah. these trees have to like adapt to this type of water because it says that a lot of other things like that you would see on the ocean and stuff, it would not last like a day in this type of water environment. Yeah. So. That's pretty interesting. Definitely. Um, seems like the basin one is the most boring. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> most basic. <laughs> right. For that um, <laughs> and then there's the dwarf. I'm curious the- what the dwarf ones look like. Crusty. Like, you wear those been-
1: ones. Um, I've seen those in Florida. Like they oh, little- really? yeah. Oh, um, right. like those are the ones like if you take a kayak out from like where my college is and you go out into the bay a little bit that's what you'll find okay. um but you can find all kinds of critters i feel like most commonly you're gonna find crabs lots of crabs mm. like halloween crabs those are kind of cool to find okay um
0: yeah oh interesting and it says too that the um the scented growth is often attributed to the lack of nutrients high salinity and rocky soils which I always I thought all of them were high in salt like I thought that's why they um they have to adapt but maybe I'm wrong
1: hmm. wait the, all the mangroves are high in salt like
0: yeah oil aren't they I mean
1: so sometimes like they might that's be amazing. in an area where there's brackish water um oh. like where you get like an incoming of like a freshwater flow Okay. In general vicinity right where here. mangroves are. So, like, yes, there and brackish water, like it still has salt. So, like, you still need that. But the area where we were, we had brackish water.
0: Okay, okay. So it's not like all the time. It it could depend on like the season or what's.
1: Um. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on. Yeah, there's a lot of factors and it depends on yeah. the area. Yeah. But like, you know, sometimes certain areas have a constant flow of. Of fresh water coming in other times they don't um there's a lot of things that could impact that but they all definitely need to be adapted to salt water because for sure otherwise they're not going to be happy (laughs) i can't believe that they're that tigers roam around in mangrove forest that's nuts if you scroll down because i i was like scrolling looking for what you Mm -hmm. saw and then i was like what is this tiger doing in here oh obviously gators duh props Oh my god! No, yeah, I mean, I'm looking through some of these photos and stuff too. But a lot of people will fish near the mangroves, um, or they try to pull them out because of you know needing fisheries. And again, I I, I think that we've talked about this probably on other episodes or other things. But just like a lot of times when there's like poaching or environmental exploitation, it's always good to have an open mind when thinking about these things and not villainize the people doing it because we did meet like fishermen and other people over there who like, it literally was, it was a mean, it was like just a survival thing. Like it wasn't like i I'm, I hate the planet and I'm doing this because I don't care and I'm greedy. It was like, no, literally it's a survival thing. So Um, always have an open mind when we're talking about poachers and stuff. Cause oftentimes I would like, in my personal experience, other than like the people that are like, you know, just want to have a tiger in their house or something (laughs) like most local people, I feel like in a lot of situations, it's, it's just like something that they have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you provide them with another form of income, then a lot of times they'll stop doing it. So,
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so I didn't know that these tigers can eat frogs and lizards. <laughs> I never would have oh, thought shit. that they would eat that because you would think it wouldn't do anything. Like I feel
1: like if, but like house cats will chase around a lizard, you know.
0: That's true, but they're so big.
1: They're so big. <laughs> it was just like a snack, you know. A little I snack. know, <laughs> like beef jerky or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, your little
0: lizard jerky. Right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well. Hopefully you guys learn you guys, oh my god my mic you guys um learned quite a bit from this episode. It might be a little scattered, but hey. It might be a lot scattered, but that's how we It's fine. Why. We're getting back into it.
1: <laughs> She's got pregnancy brain. I have not no bad. brain. Like my brain just is a mashed potatoes. <sighs> yeah.
0: Oh man. All right, you mm-hmm. guys, well, thanks so much for listening. Um hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and definitely, uh, stay tuned. I'm going to try to get some more up and some more guests, um, and check out breaching extinction. She's going to have an episode this Friday too. So we're going to have two episodes up. Um, if you're listening to this, it's Friday. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. And I know that breaching extinction also has a Patreon page. If you guys want to check it out. And if you guys want to go support her over there, and if you want um, some more stuff on the ocean lovers podcast, I'll definitely be posting more and you can also join one of our tiers to actually watch these videos. So this one you can actually watch and we upload at least once a month. That's part of the tier. But um, once we get the groove of things, I usually upload more than one, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks Erica for chatting with me about mangroves. It was nice to hear about your experiences for sure. That's really cool. And hopefully others learn from it. So hopefully you. others learn, hopefully other people get to go 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 kayak around with some mangroves if you ever right. have the opportunity because it's it's a
1: really cool ecosystem and mangroves. Yeah, awesome. yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. everybody. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.